0: It is Wednesday, January 5th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome to another episode of Good Will Talk Daily. Great to be with you on this Wednesday. Hope your week has been going all right. And if it's been a rough week, well, it's Wednesday, which means there is light coming at the end of the tunnel. Today we are in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and uh, actually entering into chapter, to verse 2 for the very first time. We finished verse 1 over the last couple of weeks, but listen, if you haven't been listening, that's okay. Don't worry about going back but just keep up with us. Here's these 10 minutes that I pray are going to encourage you today and strengthen you for whatever this day is going to throw at you. I hope that it is a day filled with blessings, but if it's a day that's filled with difficulty, would God's word inspire and strengthen you as you face it? 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. In chapter one, we learn that Paul is the author of this letter. In verse two, we learn that Timothy is the recipient of the letter. This means that this letter is not written to a church like the book of Ephesians or the book of Philippians or the book of Colossians, but rather this is a book that is written to an individual named Timothy, somebody that Paul considers his beloved child. Now, we learn about when Paul met Timothy in Acts chapter 16. In Acts chapter 16, we read that Paul and his partner Silas have been traveling on a missionary journey. Here's what we read. Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy. Here's what that means. Timothy was already a follower of Jesus Christ when Paul meets him in Lystra. He is the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. And so this gives us a little bit of insight into Timothy's background. His mom is a follower of Christ, loves Jesus. We're talking, of course, the first generation of believers. Jesus has only been resurrected and ascended for about 20 or so years. Paul meets Timothy, who is already within two decades, the second generation of Christians. His mother, a faithful follower of Jesus. His father, however, a Greek, part of the Roman society. And the way that Luke, the author of Acts, writes this, it implies that while Timothy's mother is a follower of Jesus Christ, his father's not. He does not have a spiritual father figure to disciple him, to raise him up in the faith, and to help him grow as a follower of Jesus Christ. That's not to say his mother couldn't do this. We'll learn over the coming weeks that not just his mother, but his grandmother had taught him the ways of the faith, were discipling him, were caring for him. What Paul does then, is he comes alongside as a father figure, as a spiritual father. Now, this is a very unique situation This is a relationship that Timothy and Paul enter into mutually in agreement, a discipleship relationship, the older believer and the younger believer. And he doesn't just teach him some things. He actually takes him with him on the journey. Acts 16, starting verse two, Timothy was well-spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him. And so, as we keep reading, Paul doesn't just want Timothy to accompany him, but he actually takes him on the road, and he goes with Paul, Timothy goes with Paul to see what God is doing through Paul's church-planting ministry throughout Macedonia. This is the beginning of a strong relationship, nearly a father-son relationship, not one that is naturally born. The one that is spiritually born. Paul didn't necessarily lead Timothy to Christ, but he came alongside his younger brother in Christ and he built him up and he strengthened him. That Timothy, by the time he's writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy, Timothy no longer needs to be under the immediate guidance of another, but instead has been left in Ephesus to be the pastor of that church, to care for that church, raising up elders and equipping the saints for the ministry. Timothy has gone from a faithful disciple who is young to a giant of the faith because of the relationship that he has with Paul. I wonder, as you think back into your own life, do you remember those Christian believers who poured into you when you were younger in your faith? Maybe you're young in your faith now. Who are those older women, those older men who are pouring into you? One of the reasons we stress community so much here at Goodwill Church is because we see the value of these kinds of Paul Timothy relationships, where you come alongside somebody who's been in the faith doing this much longer than you, who can pour into you, who can strengthen you, that you might be able to go out and do the same for others. Maybe you've been in the faith for a while, you've got some years under your belt. You've had some experiences with the Lord, having tasted and seen that he is good time and time again through regular worship, through sharing your faith with the lost, through going through some pain and still coming out the other side, trusting in Jesus. If, if that's you, if you've been doing this for a while, the question is then who is your Timothy? Who are you caring for? Who's that younger believer that you've put under your wing? to help them go through this life. Because here's the thing, the Christian life was never designed to be lived alone. We talk about that a lot. These kinds of intergenerational relationships are key to the development and health of the church. And so as you're going through your day at work today, whether you're at work or at school or at home, no matter what you're doing, here's what I'd ask. Take a moment and pray to the Lord two things. First, Thank him for those older saints who have poured into your life. Whether you've been a Christian for only a few days or quite a few decades, older Christians have poured into your life. Would you thank God for them? Would you praise God for them? And second, if you're seasoned, if you've been doing this for a little while, ask the Lord to bring someone to mind that you might put under your wing and mentor them the way that Paul mentored Timothy. Who is that younger believer that you wanna walk with, challenge, encourage and strengthen in their walk? Older couples with younger couples, older men with younger men, older women with younger women. How do we care for the next generation this way? Bringing people under under our wing as we all sit under the wings of Christ. Paul did this for Timothy and the depth of love that he has for Timothy Is in this little phrase, my beloved child. Paul had worked with Timothy so closely that it is as if Timothy were his own child. In the faith, he was. Not because he'd led him to Christ, but because he'd cared for him in this journey that we call discipleship, sanctification, following after Jesus. Who are you going to lead? Who have you been led by? Spend some time today, throughout the day, during a break. When you have a few seconds and throw up those couple of prayers to the lord thank you father for those of you who put in my life who've led me and help me to see lord who i am to be coming alongside as their older brother their older sister let's pray together father we thank you that we do not have to live this life by ourselves but the way you've designed the church there are older brothers and sisters who've come alongside us poured into us, prayed for us, challenged us, encouraged us, pointed out our shortcomings, and celebrated our victories. We thank you for those older saints who have done this for us. We ask, Lord, would you use us to do that in somebody else's life? Identify for us, who are those people? Who is that one that you bring to mind that we might be able to disciple them, to encourage them, to build them up in their faith. Lord, if we're young in the faith, we're not ready yet, we pray, would you prepare us for that? Would we follow after you that we might turn around and call others to do the same? Help us, Lord, to be disciples who make disciples. We love you. We thank you for this call you put on our lives. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Good Will Talk Daily.